Hey, it's your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane. Yes, I am the host of Millennials Ministries Radio Talk Show. You guys, today is so it's it's so special to me. I am so very excited. I have my sisters in unity with me, and today, you guys, is the Daughters of the Gospel Revival. The Daughters of the Gospel Revival. Oh my God, are you guys ready to hear the word? Let's get lit for Jesus. Yes. So I want you guys to not only to like, comment, but share and tag, but start a watch party. Because if we start a watch party, the more people we can connect with, the more the message can get out. You guys get ready because our topic tonight is what is your, me your next move with God? What is your next move with God? Do you really know what your next move is? Have you really prepared yourself spiritually? What is your next move with God? So in that being said, not only that, go subscribe my YouTube channel, you guys. We're almost there. We're almost there. So I can get my domain for my name for my YouTube channel. I am so happy. I'm so very blessed to even have you guys be a part of Millennials Ministry. The support is real. Yes, yes. The support is very real. So what I want to do before we start is praise and worship before I bring this lady so I can set the atmosphere. So we're going to claim it right now in Jesus' name. We bind every demonic enforces, you know, any demonic altars. We don't want no interruption. I plead the blood of Jesus right now on this line right now, Jesus, as we go live, Lord. Let it be free. Let us be able to speak as we want to speak. No interruptions at all. In Jesus' name, I'm praying. You guys pray with me. Yes. Yes, yes. Share, like, tag, comment, subscribe, start a watch party. Thank you, Tiasha. Yes, Lord. So our first thing we're going to do, we're going to get into the set the mood because we have to set the mood. Yes, we do. We're setting the mood. Yes, Jesus. This is our praise and worship from the beginning. I do not own the rights of this music, but you guys, we're going to shift the atmosphere right now. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So whatever you have to do to get in the mood so you can hear the word of God, please. Welcome, Deborah. Debbie. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you all tonight, Jesus. Yes, we are. That you open everyone's ears tonight, Lord. That they embrace it. Let it come in, Jesus. Let them hear your word, Lord God. Yes. It's been a blessed day today. Thank you, Jesus. Deneen, welcome. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Yes, we do. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, 
Jesus, just meditate on the word right now of just calling on his name. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for this night, Jesus. We thank you for this revival. Lord, Heavenly Father, speak through these women of God. Let them speak your word. Use them, Lord. Cover them with the blood of Jesus to the top of their head, to the bottom of their feet. Let them flow. Yes, Jesus, flow. With your amazing word, there are some good faith walkers, believers. We are destiny walkers in this season. We shall not let anything in our life in this season of 2021 have us stagnant in this season at all. We are not letting anything anyone say mess up with our character as who God called us to be. Because people are very evil. Yes, they are evil in this season. They will say things to hurt your feelings. They will say things to get you off balance. But Lord, you got God on your side. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No one can move you. No one. Keep praying and fasting in this year. Watch how God worked for you. Everything that we suffer over the couple years, we shall have manifestation in this year of 2021. Yes, we lost some loved ones last year. Yes, we did. But we're not going to weep about it. We're not going to stay stuck in it. We're not going to be handicapped in bondage. We're going to release it. 
releasing everything in the atmosphere, you guys. Our first speaker for tonight, you guys. I am so excited. I'm going to introduce myself again if you're just logging on. Maybe you're catching a replay, hashtag replay. Continue to share, watch parties so it, the numbers can go up and we can touch people's hearts. It's not about me. It's about God. We're here to serve him and share the word of God over, you know, over the, the Internet because we have to touch and agree. Yes, we are. And right now we're touching and agreeing tonight. So you guys, please start watch parties. Bring somebody on in the room. Let them get this word. Embrace your ears and get ready. If you do not know me, I am your fabulous evangelist, Tisha Ramsey Lane. I am the host of Millennials Ministries, and I am here to serve God's people. I do not do it for a fashion show. If you guys that know me know I love the Lord, yes, I do. But God is doing something in this season. He wants us to share the word in this season. Yes, he does. So you guys prepare yourself. Go get a notepad and come on back. Let's take notes. Let's take it in. I'm just waiting for my first speaker to log back on. Something happened, a little technical difficulties, you guys. But guess what? We're going to talk about, I'm going to read the scripture for tonight that I picked for tonight. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. John 10, 10. And it says, Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Life for a purpose. Do you guys know what your purpose is? We are here for our purpose. We have a mission and that's to serve God. Yes, yes. So I hope your mission to on earth, your purpose is not only your business, because we got business um, goals as well, but to serve God, to put God in everything that we do. So you guys get ready. I am about to introduce my first speaker. She is so dearly to me. She's my little sis. This is a fireball. And I just love the fact that she loves the Lord. Yes, yes. That she does. She loves the Lord. Yes, she does. So we're going to put on Minister No Lose coming to the stage, you guys. Blessing, sis. So God be the glory. We can hear you. Yeah. So you guys, this is our first speaker for tonight. Get ready, get ready, get ready. The platform is yours, sis. I'm going to go behind the backstage. So it's all yours. Go, honey. Amen. 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 Uh, to God be the glory. Uh, great things God keeps on doing. I am so excited. I just first want to say Happy New Year to everyone. We have made it. We have made it to yet another year. Listen, it was nobody but God. It was nobody but God. I am so grateful that God gave us yet another year. Another year. It is so exciting to be kept by God. It is exciting to be kept by God. It is exciting to be protected by God. And I am so excited about what God is getting ready to do on tonight because I already feel the presence of God. I already feel that God is in the house. I feel that God is getting ready to move. God is getting ready to do what only him can do without wasting any time. Let's 
go right into it. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I come before you tonight. I thank you, Lord, for being who you are. God, I ask you right now that I will decrease as you increase in me, oh God. I ask you, oh God, that more of you and less of me, oh God. I pray that they will not hear me, but they will hear you through me, oh God. So God, speak a word because your children are listening they are waiting God they are hungry as we are beginning this year we need a word from you oh God so spirit of the living God fall fresh on us and we will be so careful to give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus name we pray amen and amen and amen and amen thank you holy spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah hallelujah just begin just begin to give god praise wherever you are just begin to give God, praise wherever you are because you know that he woke you up this morning. He started you on your way. He clothed you in your right mind. You did not wake up on your own, but it was it was by the grace of God that you saw it another day. It was by the grace of God that you were able to still use your legs. You were still able to use your hands because God said yes. God said yes. Allow me tonight to go to the book of first John chapter four, and I'll be reading from verses one through four. And I will be reading from the NIV version, which is the new international version. And it says that Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you can recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, but every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming and even now is already in the world. Verse 4 says, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Allow me to use as a subject that there is greatness in you. There is greatness in you. Begin to type that, that there is greatness in me. Become personal and say that there is greatness in me. Because the Bible declares in verse 4 that greater is he who is in you than the one who is in the world. Now is the time that we need to be able to acknowledge God. Now is the time that we need to be able to know that even in the midst of things that are happening around us. We serve a God who is greater. Even in the midst of things that are happening around us, we serve a God who is saying greater is he that's in us than the one who is in the world. Now is not the time to be intimidated. Now is not the time to allow the enemy think that he has the final say in your life. But now is the time to acknowledge the fact that there is 
greatness in you because the bible declares that before i even formed you in your mother's womb i knew you which means even before you came into life you existed in the mind of god which means the plans of god are to prosper you and not to harm you they are to give you hope and a future so which is why i am reminded tonight and i am hereby to remind you uh, that greater is he that's in you uh, than the one who is in the world uh, i don't care what the enemy might have said uh, i don't care what you may have lost along the way uh, but god is saying uh, every single thing uh, that he allowed go through what it was to prepare you for this very moment we all know that 2020 was not an easy year but because you are still here because god allowed you to see yet another year it means there is purpose in you it means that there is greatness in you it means that there is something that god is getting ready to do in the spiritual realm that is getting you to elevate god is ready to set us up for what to come because in this season we are getting ready to move to the next level in this season we can truly declare that we are stronger in this season we can truly declare that we are wiser in this season we can truly declare that we are so much better because of the we went through let me tell you the reason why the enemy has been attacking you the reason why the enemy has been trying to attack your mind the reason why the enemy has been trying to make you feel as though you are losing this battle but i'm here to remind you that the has already been won i am here to remind you that you're already a winner I am here to remind you uh, that you are already more than a conqueror because the Bible declares uh, that we are more than conquerors. Uh, the Bible does not say uh, we are just conquerors, uh, but it says we are more than conquerors, uh, which means there are some things uh, we have to go through. Uh, there are some things uh, that we have to conquer because you can never say uh, that you are more than a conqueror uh, if you have have not went through anything you can never say I'm greater that's in me if you have never went through anything but now is the time that we need to step up now is the time that we need to be able to let the enemy know that greater is he that's on the inside of us than the one who is in the world now is the time that we need to begin to declare that because god is the greatest power we shall never be defeated now is the time that we are able to declare that if god before us he is more than the people who are against us now is not the time to be entertaining petty things now is not the time to allow people to distract us because god is getting ready to release his power god is getting ready to release 
to lead us in the season. So that's why it is very important for us as the children of God to begin to declare that greater is he that's in us. And because greater is he that's in us, we will not be defeated. We will so I want you to begin to say, I will not be defeated. I will not be defeated. Maybe you went through some things. Maybe you lost some things along the way. Maybe people walked away. Maybe people scandalized your name. Maybe people said you were never going to make it. Maybe people said you were not going to amount to anything. But God is getting ready to release his power. God is ready to release the spirit. The word of God declares that in the last days, he will pour out his spirit and daughters, they shall prophesy. Let me tell you, now is the time that no longer are we comfortable. Now is not the time to be entertaining things that are not of God. But now is the time to look to the hills from which cometh our help because we know in the season that all of our help comes from God. We know in the season that God has ordained us. He has us for such a time as this. So that is why it is important for us as the daughters of Zion. We need to rise in this season. We need to rise in this season because there are people who are waiting on us. There are people who are depending on us. There are people who are depending on our obedience. That is why it is important for us to be obedient even when it's not it does not feel good because let me tell you when you are being obedient to God it does not feel good sometimes because sometimes you may not understand what God is doing in your life you may not understand how God is moving but I'm here to declare as we are beginning this year that greater he that's in you and let me tell you because greater is he that's in you you have the power you have the power to rise against all odds you have the power to let the enemy know that he cannot have you you have the power to let the enemy know that you are a child of God you have the power to let the enemy that he cannot have your mind. You have the power to let the enemy know that he cannot have your freedom. You have the power to let the enemy know that he cannot have your peace because you know that there is purpose in you. Because you know there is purpose on the inside of you. God is getting ready to use you uh, for his glory. God is getting ready uh, to pour out his spirit. Uh, you are getting ready uh, to run over in this season. Uh, no longer will you operate in the little anointing, uh, but you are getting ready to run over. You are getting ready to run over because there are things that God had to break. There are things that God had to move out of the way. Let me tell you, uh, in 
to lose along the way. There are some that we may have to when I say lose along the way sometimes it may be the people that you love it may be the people you care about but let me tell you because there is greatness on the inside of you because there is purpose on the inside of you God is getting ready to move everything that is not of him now is not the time beloved now is not the to be playing hide and seek. Now is not the time to be playing church because we have seen in the last year that now is the time that we need to wake up. We need to rise as the children of God. We need to sound the alarm because there are still people who are waiting to be delivered. There are still people who are waiting to be restored. There are still people who are waiting to experience God like never before. So we have, we have the responsibility to walk by faith and not by sight. Let me tell you, in this season, we are not going to walk based on our because let me tell you when you're walking based on your feelings you may get hurt along the way when you walk against your feelings you may be intimidated along the way but God is declaring in this season that he is for us he is reminding us that we will not be defeated he is reminding us that he has already prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies all we gotta do is to walk in it all we gotta do is to step in the anointing because I believe the reason you are still here is because there is something, there is a specific assignment on the inside of you. You may not understand sometimes why God is still keeping you because sometimes it feels like you are going through so much and you don't understand why things keep getting worse. But let me tell you, the enemy will never attack you if you are not a threat to him. Let me tell you, in order for the enemy to attack it means there is something on the inside of you. So I'm here to let you know that now is your time that you need to rise. Now is your time that you need to take your position. No longer will the enemy steal your joy. No longer will the enemy steal your peace. No longer will the enemy steal your Freedom because the Bible declares who the sun sets free is free indeed. I believe in this season we are getting ready to walk in our freedom. I believe in this season we are getting ready to show the enemy that greater, that greater is he that's on the inside of me, that there is greatness in me, that I am a and not beneath that I am the lender and not the borrower that I'm blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out that I am blessed in the city and I'm blessed in the field let me tell you I don't 
been doing. I don't care what the enemy tries to steal from you, but God is declaring that we need to rise in this season. We need to remember that greater is He who's on the inside of us than anything that is in the world. That is why it is important that we as the children of God, we shake out some things, things that are not meant, things that are meant to destroy us, things that are meant to distract us. We need to begin to shake them. We need to begin to shake those chains. We need to begin to shake those chains. Because no Will we, will we an enemy to steal what God is doing? Because there is purpose. There is purpose on the inside of us. So now is the time that whatever you need, whatever you need in this season, God has it. Whatever you need in this season, God has it. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying, now is the time that we need to get ready. We need to get ready because we have not seen our best days yet. We have not seen the full greatness yet. God is getting ready to open doors that were closed in our face. God is getting ready to prove that doubt is wrong, that he is still mighty and strong. So I'm here to remind you that there is greatness in you. I am here to remind you, I don't care what the enemy might have said. Maybe the enemy said, you will not amount to anything. Maybe the enemy said, you were never going to make it. Maybe the enemy said, because of you went through, uh, but I'm here to let you know, uh, God allowed you uh, to go through those things uh, in order for him uh, to prepare you for what is to come. Uh, and I hear the Lord even saying, uh, he had to test you uh, with pain uh, in order for him uh, to trust you with power, because how can you expect God, to trust you with power if you have never went through anything. How can you expect God to trust you with greatness when you when you don't know how it feels to have your back against the wall? When you feel as though everything is lost. But let me tell you, in this season, we shall walk tall because we know that there is greatness in us. We shall walk tall knowing that we are above and not beneath. We shall walk tall knowing that greater is he that's in us than the things that are opposing us. Let me tell you, when you when you know that there is greatness on the inside of you, you don't accept anything. When you know that there is greatness on the inside of you, you don't settle for things that are not meant for you. When you know that there is greatness on the inside of you, you are always, you are always ready to accept the goodness of God. You are always ready to see what God has next because you know that your better days are ahead of you. 
you. That now is not the season to settle. Now is not the season to be conformed by the things of this world. But we need to be able to stand out for the kingdom of God because God has never called us to in but God has called us peculiar people. He says we are a chosen generation, we are a royal priesthood. And let me tell you when you know your value in God, when you know who you are, when you know who you are, you will not allow the enemy, you will not allow the enemy to so now is the time beloved as we are beginning this year as we are beginning this year we need to let the enemy know that no longer will we operate bound because we know that the Lord has already set us free let me tell you in this season we are going to walk in total freedom in this season we are going to let the enemy know that listen here god said greater is he that's in me than anything that is trying to pull us down let me tell you in this season you will not be discouraged you will not be discouraged in this season because there are things that god is getting ready to release there are and God is getting ready to release. And let me tell you, when you believe God, when you trust God, and when you take him at his word, he will never leave you nor forsake you. So I'm here to remind you. I'm here to remind you that I don't care what people might have said. I don't care what people might have done. But there is greatness. There is greatness. You are who God says you are. You are not who the society says you are. The society may see you as a failure. But God sees you as his child. God sees you at his daughter sees you at his son so now is the time now is the time beloved of god we need to walk in the authority that has already been given to us by god we need to walk in the authority let me tell you the enemy now is the time that we are able to tell the enemy that no longer no longer will i operate from a place of feeling sorry for myself no longer will i allow pain to make me feel like it is the end of the road for me no longer will i allow the things that i went through to make me feel as though i will never make it but let me tell you the same plan god says he has for you in jeremiah 29 verse 11 the lord says for i know the plans i have for you they are plans to prosper you and not to harm you they are plans to give you hope and a future they are plans to give you hope and a future. So children of God, believe in the greatness that's in you. Believe in the greatness that's in you. Believe in the power that's in you. 
uh, believe in the power that's in you uh, because let me tell you uh, in this season uh, you are getting ready to enter in places uh, that you felt you were not qualified uh, to enter to uh, let me tell you uh, there are doors that are getting ready to open uh, on your behalf uh, and i'm believing god uh, that whatever you stand in the need of, whatever you are believing God for, God is saying you're getting ready to come in your possession. No longer will you wait for it, but you will walk in it. No longer will you wait for it, but you will walk in it. Because God is saying he had to prepare you. There were some things that you had to go through. I don't know. Sometimes when we go through so much pain, it feels as though we will have our breakthrough. When we are going through so much pain, sometimes it feels as though it is the end of the world. But I'm here to declare, I am here to declare that God has not forgotten about you. God has not forgotten about you. And the verse that we are focusing in is that greater is he. Greater is he who's on the inside of us than the one who is in the world. And let me tell you, beloved, no longer will we say this verse, but we will actually walk in this verse. Because this is a very popular verse. A lot of people declare this verse, but let me ask you tonight, do you really, really know the greatness that is on the inside of you, or are you just saying it because other people are saying it? So I just came by to let you know that don't underestimate the greatness in you. Don't underestimate the greatness in you. Maybe you may not have, you may not be where you want to be, but God, you are not waiting to be. Thank God that you are still here. Thank God that you are still walking in power. Thank God that you are still walking, that you still have your strength, that you have not lost your fight. You have not lost your fight in this season because a lot of people, they have lost their fight. A lot of they have lost their fight because of the things that they had to go through. But I'm here to declare that in this season, we will not lose our fight. We will not lose our fight. Yes, Lord. We will not lose our fight in this season. We will not lose our fight in this season. So God has just sent me to let you know that greater is he that's in you than the one who is in the world. Blessings to all of you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, woman of God. Oh, my God. That was such an amazing message. You guys, have you enjoyed the first? speaker of tonight for this daughters of gospel revival put hashtag next let's hashtag next hashtag next hashtag next yes yes lord yes lord thank you jesus woman of god we hope everything that you pour into us is returned to you as well thank you god yes yes so my next speaker for tonight you guys 
this time is flow. I gave him extra time then um because you never know what's going on or how the spirit gonna flow. So you don't never want to put a, a time on God. So if they finish before time, we just gonna fill in the gaps and we're gonna just flow with it. Okay, you guys. So thank you for being a part. Stay tuned because we got the next speaker, and our next speaker is Minister Portia Basham. You guys get ready for her. Yes, hashtag next, you guys. Hashtag next. Come on, break it. Hashtag next. We got the next speaker coming. Give me some hearts, you guys. Show some love. Show some love. Yes. Amen. 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 So our next speaker is Minister Portia Basham. Please. Yes. Hello. Lord, praise the Lord. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Minister, yes, so we're getting ready for you as well. We're just gonna move on. <laughs> God be the glory. Amen. Okay, you guys, here she goes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, thank you so much for having me on here. It is such an honor to minister to you guys tonight. So get your pen and paper, amen, because God is doing some mighty work in our lives this evening, amen. So I want to talk to you about five steps, just five simple steps from our text, five simple things we are going to learn from the visitation of Gabriel to Mary. Come on, five simple things about the birthing of her assignment. Mm. Listen, I am not gonna yell and shout tonight. No, my assignment is to take you and get you ready for your birthing process. Come on now, let's go into prayer. Father, we just give you the thanks for the opportunity you've given me to feed your people. Father, I thank you for sending your Holy Spirit right now to clear the pathway on the airways, God. Minister to everybody who's watching, who's watching the replay. Take me out of it, God, and come, Father. Show up, show out as only you can and minister your people in Jesus' name. Amen. So as we go forward, praise the Lord. We are going to the book of Luke. And we are going through the first chapter of the book of Luke. And we're going to visit verses 26 to 38. And we're going to dive a little bit into 39 to 45 as well. But in this verse of scripture, we have Mary. Mary was not just pregnant with a baby. Oh, no, 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 no. Mary was pregnant with assignment. Mm -hmm. She knew exactly what was required of her for the birthing of her assignment. Why? Because Gabriel made sure he laid out the blueprint of what was expected of her. Come on, we're going somewhere. What we are seeing in the text today is God sent a message to a young girl via his angel, Gabriel, giving five simple instructions that I see as life lessons that we as a body of Christ can implement today on how to give birth to our assignment that has been spoken over our lives. When I was getting ready for the assignment, I went before the father and I asked God, God, what is it you want me to tell your people? And the Lord said, tell them it is time to give birth. Now is the time to give birth to what has been spoken over their lives. You see, God showed me that you are pregnant. We all have been pregnant with prophecies and we all have been pregnant with dreams and we, we all have been pregnant with visions. We just belly up with a, lot of, with, with a lot of, you know, visions and dreams, but we're not giving birth to it. This is the time to give birth to it. This is the time to give birth to all those prophecies that have been spoken over your life. I said, okay, Father, 
What else do you want me to tell them? Come on, what else do you want me to tell them? He said, now more than ever, you will not be sitting fat with your vision. You will not be sitting fat with your assignment. You will not be sitting down with all what I have called you to do, but you are going to go forth and do as I have commanded you to do. Mm. Come on now, you've all been there. Over the years, everybody has prophesied you're going to do this. And over the years, everybody has prophesied you're going to do that. How many of us have given birth to those prophecies that have been laid on our life? Come on now, talk to me. You see, 2020 was an opportunity. Come on. 2020 was the opportunity to get ready. Everything stopped. You know, we always, first thing we say, oh, we're too busy to do this and we're too busy to do that. But guess what? 2020 was an opportunity to get ready. Everything stopped. The world stopped. You stopped. And it was the perfect time to get yourself ready. You had the opportunity to sit down and to relax, reshuffle, retool, restructure, rebrand, re-everything. 2020 gave us the opportunity and the time to re-evaluate our lives. I want to hear an amen for that. It did. It gave us the time to sit down and start to reevaluate our lives, start to think of, you know, our walk with God, start to think of where we used to be, start to think of where we want to be, start to think of every single thing that you never had the time to give thought to. That's what 2020 gave to you. Now, many of us take our time and we start to, you know, we, you, when you meet with your girls, they go, listen. They prophesied that I'm going to preach. They prophesied that I need to open a, you know, have a ministry. And they prophesied that I need to. Well, how many of us have been doing, saying all what the, thus says God, but yet to birth it? Listen, this is the time, sisters. This is the time where we have to birth what God has called us to birth. So let us go into the word. Let's, 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 let's dive into the word. Let's see how we are going to use the visitation Gabriel's vegetation to Mary to birth our assignment. Mm. Number one, mm -hmm. know that you are ready for the assignment. Know that you are ready. How many of us have been given an assignment and you start to go like, you sure it's me the Lord called to do this? Mm -mm. You sure I'm the one? Mm -mm. You try to get the what? What should I say? You try to get the validation. That's it. You try to get the validation from everybody else. God sent his message to you. You are called, but you're trying to get validation from everybody else. Let's look in scripture. Number one, we see Gabriel. Gabriel is now in front of Mary, okay? And when Gabriel gets to Mary, we're looking at 28 to 30. He said, rejoice. Rejoice. Because you're a highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Mm -hmm. But Mary looked really odd. Like, well, excuse me, what kind of greeting is that? The angel went further to reassure her. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When Moses, come on now, when Moses said to God, who shall I say send me? What did God say to him? Say, I am that I am sent you. Now, a lot of us are still waiting for validation for the things that God has called us to do. When God said, 
Hey, when, when the angel said, hey, you are highly favored one, he meant you are chosen. Mm -hmm. When God has sent word to many of us out there with an assignment, you have been chosen. When God says to his prophet, to you, go tell this lady, go tell this person, I've called them to build the ministry. I've called them to do this and to do that and to that. Guess what, baby? You chosen. God chose you to go forth and do this, just like he chose Mary. All right, we're going to number two. Number two. Know the blueprint of your assignment. Come on now, Jesus. Come on, you, you, you come on. Know the blueprint of your assignment. Mm -hmm. We're looking at verse 31 to 33. So now Mary figured, okay, I'm chosen. Let's keep it moving. And behold, you will conceive. Let me tell you, Gabriel wasted no time to let the lady know what her assignment was. Gabriel wasted no time to let her know this is what's going to happen. This is how it's going to happen. This is what's going to happen after you give birth. And this is who he's going to be. Gabriel wasted no time laying out the blueprint. It's almost like you're building a house. When you build a house, the architecture lays out the blueprint. The architecture lets you know, this is what's going to happen in the foundation stages. This is what's going to happen next. And this is what's going to happen next. This is how we're going to build a roof. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. Well, Gabriel was no different. Come on now. Gabriel gave her the blueprint of what was going to happen. Gabriel gave her the blueprint of her assignment. Behold, you will conceive in the womb. He made sure he was specific. Come on. And bring forth a son and you shall call him Jesus. Now we have seen in scripture many places where Jesus, where God was specific when he gave his prophecies. Samson's mother, he said to her, listen, you shall have a son. You're not going to do this, that, 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 that specific. We see also when, when, when Deborah was speaking to Barak, it was specific. Listen, go out to war, but if you let me come, this is what's going to happen. Specific. We see many places where when God gives a, 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 an assignment, he is specific. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Come on. When God gave you the assignment, listen to what he says. You're going to plant a church. You're going to build a ministry. When he says build a ministry, guess what? You are here. When he says, I called you to speak to the nations, where do you think you're going to go? To the nations. God, when he gives an assignment, he is specific. It is up to us to know the blueprint of our assignment. So now that Gabriel has given Mary the blueprint, guess what? He is getting Mary mentally prepared for what is about to happen to her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Listen, we're birthing our assignment. We're going to birth our assignment. Number three. Mm, number three. Number three, have faith in the God of the assignment. <laughs> have faith in the God of the assignment. How many times we question whether it is, whether you are worthy, whether you could do it, whether you have the resources. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Scripture 34 to 45. Then Mary said to the angel, <laughs> How can this be since I do not know a man? Now let's let's put a let's put a full stop right there. Let's just, just wait a minute. When God sends his angel, Gabriel, he didn't just send anybody, he sent Gabriel. That means that assignment is major. When God sends Gabriel on an assignment and says, You go and talk to this young lady over there, listen to me well. Come on now. 
God, God knew that Mary was mature enough, her human self was mature enough for the assignment. Listen well. But when God sent Gabriel to Mary, it was to talk to the spirit man in Mary. Uh -uh. Are you getting that? When God comes to give you an assignment, he's not talking to the human you. Because most of the times when God gives an assignment, it is so big that your human you cannot comprehend it. But God sent Gabriel to talk to the spirit man in Mary. And when Mary's human side, when Mary's human side kicked in and goes, well, wait, wait a minute now, wait a minute, wait a minute. How are we doing all of that when I, when I have not slept with anybody? That was the human side. Come on. How many times God has given us an assignment and God says, go do the conference, go to the conference and do it big. And you're like, well, God, how are we going to finance that? That's our human side talking right there. So do you trust? Do you trust the God of the assignment? Let's move on further. The angel answered her. You hear that? The angel had to answer the human side of Mary to say, baby girl, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, baby girl, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I forgot. You still, you know, you still got the human side of you. Okay, Mary, baby girl, the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. You see how he explained that to her? He had to explain it. Come on. He had to explain it to her. The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. He went into detail for her. He went into detail to make sure she, you know, the human side and the spirit man, come on, they could understand each other. Then he went on and he said, also, the Holy One who is to be born will be called Son of God. So he explained it to the human side. The human side of Mary. He explained it to her. We're moving on. Come on now. Number four. Mm -hmm. He gave her a mentor. Number one was, come on. Number one was, Know that you are ready for the assignment. Number two was know the blueprint of your assignment. Number three was have faith in the God of the assignment. Number four, he gave her a mentor. He gave her a mentor to make her understand she was not alone. In all of those things he's talking to Mary, he may be looking at Mary's face and going, okay, all right, let me, let me, let me reel it in. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative has also conceived a son in her old age. So he's telling her that to let her understand. You think you're going to be given, given, I'm um, having a miracle baby? Let me tell you. Elizabeth, who is older than you, who is also your relative, is conceiving as well. You both are having miracle babies. <laughs> you both are having miracle babies. Let me tell you, that for sure would have changed her mind a little bit because she's like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the only one going to be sounding a little bit off here. <laughs> now, if we drop down into 39, between 39 and 45 verses here, you see 42 and 45 where Elizabeth 
no, where Mary went to visit Elizabeth. And just by hearing, hearing Mary's greetings, the baby leapt in Elizabeth's tummy. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. God is going to connect you to a spiritual mother, your spiritual father, but he is going to do that divine connections so you could give birth to the assignment he's expecting you to give birth to. God has a way of paying for the things that he's putting on this earth. Let me tell you, he don't need you to do it. He's going to do it for you. He just wants to know that he has human connection to make it happen here on the earth. How many of us have had assignments not being birthed? We need to birth our assignments in order to be able to minister to people who know God not, minister to hurting people, minister to people who are in between whether I am Christian or not Christian. We need to be able to give birth to our assignment to minister unto the people that God has ordained to hear your word. So God gave her divine connection. How many of us, when we connect with the right spiritual mentor, the right spiritual leader, or the right um, spiritual mother, our assignment leap in us because we have been divinely connected. So number four, he gave her a mentor. He didn't leave her alone. He didn't leave her alone. He gave her a mentor. And let me tell you something, the other thing too. Elizabeth was pregnant. Mary was pregnant. Listen well. Elizabeth was given to Mary as a mentor, kind of way, okay? Divine connection. But Elizabeth was carrying an assignment that Mary's assignment needed. <laughs> John the Baptist's whole purpose on this earth was to say to people, repent. Be baptized because the Savior is coming. So the person that God is going to divinely connect you with is going to make the way possible for you to be able to give birth to your assignment. Ask God, who am I supposed to be connected with? Who am I supposed to be connected with? Because let me tell you something. Your gift is not connected to everybody. Your gift is not connected to everybody. If Mary had gone down the street and told somebody about that gift that the Lord just blessed her with, do you know what laughing stock she would have been? But the angel, God told the angel to tell Mary who to trust with such a message. Come on, people. Number five. Number five. <laughs> align your will with God's will. Mm. Align your will with God's will. We see here in verse 38, Mary, eventually she was able to see the big picture. She was able to look through the whole blueprint that Gabriel gave to her. She was able to understand what was expected of her. Mary, Mary, who was about to get married. Listen, Mary was about to get married. She was engaged to Joseph. Who is Joseph? Joseph is the man who has that generation lineage from David. Listen, God did not choose any woman. God chose the woman who was about to get married into the generation of David. 
When Mary realized that the assignment was beyond her, the assignment was way bigger than her. The assignment was way bigger than her will. The assignment God was about to birth into her, put into her and pull out of her was way beyond her. She said, you know what? Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. She took her will and aligned it with that of God. Are you taking your will and synchronizing it with that of God to give birth to your, to your, to your vision, to your purpose? Are you doing that? When Gabriel came to visit Mary, Gabriel came to visit Mary and gave her exactly what she needed to birth what it is God has sold her to. When God came and sent his prophet to minister to you and say, thus says the Lord, what did you do with it? Did you just take it and put it in the pocket and keep it there? What did you do with it? Did you prepare? When the, when, when the God sends his, his, his prophets to talk to you, guess what he did? Just like Mary, he impregnates you with an assignment. How many of us have been pregnant? When you get pregnant, what do you do? You go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. You visit the doctor. You ask the doctor, well, what is it? The doctor says it's a boy or it's a girl. Yes. What do you do? You prepare for it. You prepare for the birthing stage. You prepare for that baby. You get the room ready. You get the clothes ready. You get you ready. You get you ready mentally. You get the family ready. You get everything ready for that physical baby to be birthed. Have you gotten ready for the assignment God has downloaded into you? Mm? Well, this year, God is saying to you, it is time to give birth. No longer sitting around and being fat. No, no longer be sitting around being hefty with everything that you're getting. Because let me tell you, you're getting word every day. Mm -hmm. You're getting word every single day. Now is the time to give birth to what God has called you to do. The business. Give birth to the ministry. Give birth to your, your, your evangelism um, um, assignment. Give birth to, to, to teaching the word. Give birth to whatever it is God has called you to do. Now is the time, more than ever, now is the time to give birth to that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to go and, and study? Are you going to, to, to go and, and, and seek um, um, direction? Are you going to ask God to connect you to the right people? So as I close, I want to just tell you, just like Mary, we all get shocked at the, at the news. Oh, yeah. Just like Mary, we all get shocked with the news. But let me tell you something. God doesn't give anything that he doesn't know how to pull out of you. So what's your next move with God? Your next move is to give birth to what God has called you to give birth to. No more playing around with it. No more playing around with it. Let me tell you something. That baby is going to come out. Ready or not, it's going to come out. My assignment tonight is to get you ready for that birthing process. Birth the book. Mm -hmm. Birth the ministry. Mm -hmm. Birth the business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Birth it. There are people waiting to hear your story. There are people waiting to hear 
what it is God has called you to do. There are so many prophets and so many teachers and so many ministers in the Bible. God did not use one person. When you lay it out, come on now. When you lay it out, you know how many people in the Bible that God used to do his work? We could start to name them and just name them, just name them. But guess what? In the naming them is your name in there. Because I know God sent a message to you. I know God's called you. Are you one of those that could say, yes, God, I did my assignment? Or are you one that's going to reach in front of the Father and say, well, you know what, God, I, I wasn't sure if you were serious. Know that you are called. Don't look for any more validations. This is the time. This is the moment. This is the season. You are called for such a time as this. You think Esther questioned whether she was called? Of course she did. But guess what? Eventually she get around to it and she decided to pray it out. Everybody in the human sense is gonna go, really God? But let me tell you something, spirit to spirit, they say those who worship God, worship him in spirit and in truth, spirit to spirit, you will know that God got you. Trust him, trust the God. Have faith in the God. David had faith in the God. If David did not have faith in God, let me tell you, he wouldn't have survived to be king. David had the faith. David was appointed king long before he was even put on the throne. He didn't even know what kingship was. Come on now. But he trusted the he trusted the faith in his faith of God. He trusted God to see him through. He trusted that. So you're gonna have to take that step. Take that step to give birth to what God's called you to do and trust God in the process. Trust God in the process. And Father, I just give you thanks and I give you praise. I thank you for everyone who's listening. I thank you, Father, for letting that birthing in them lip in the name of Jesus. Let their assignment lip in that tummy and let them go forth and do what thus says God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, sister, on that message. You guys, are you ready to birth? what god has given you i took some notes myself you guys i hope you guys took notes i hope you had your notepad let me tell you this kickoff is amazing like i can't even sit still in this seat and i still got two more sisters they gotta speak god is amazing and yes we are doing things in this season we're gonna have divine favor we have divine connections all over this platform right here you amen He's powerful woman of God. Embrace your ears. I'm gonna keep saying it. And she said, no. He gave he gave her a mentor. You guys have mentors in front of you, but you're so scared to ask for uh, ask for help because your pride. You can't be prideful in this moment. It say ask and you shall receive. So don't Amen. think somebody is higher um level than you that you can learn from somebody else even somebody that's more than you we come on one of us can learn something from each other so don't be scared to open your mouth in this season you have to open your mouth just like we, yes. open our mouth and we say thank you god ask somebody can you please help me or what is your price or how can we make a payment please? yes stop being yes. too prideful you, you know, know you have to yes you have
how to. And that being said, no more validation. That stuck with me. Come on. Yes, say it. No more validation. No more validation. Don't worry about people who don't validate us, who says we're not able to do some things. You're going to step out on faith and you're going to make things happen and you're going to press, we're going to push, and we're going to pray about it. And that's what we're going to do in this season. So Amen. you guys, this is Minister Portia Bassum. She gave us the five steps. I took notes, sis. Yes. <laughs> assignment. Amen. Assignment. Working the assignment that God has put in us. What are your birthday in this season? Amen. What is you so thrilled about that you got passion about? We're going to step out on faith. No more. That's I it. I don't know how to. Take them words out your vocabulary. That's it. Yep. So yep. you guys, thank you so much, sis. Blessings to you. You guys stay tuned. I am so excited. I don't even know what to do it myself. Let me see these comments. Yes, keep them going. Yes, Lord. Blessings, Felicia. Bless, blessings, Karen. Yes, blessings, my sister Mary. Yes, Melanie. Yes, Debbie. Yes, Debbie, you getting in. I see your comments. Yes, sister. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, you guys. So our next speaker is no other than Minister Latika Carter. Let me tell you guys, every single last sister that come on this platform is very precious to me. They're very close to me. They're to my heart. I love them like they're my real sisters. Yes, I do. And let me tell you, we ain't done yet. We just got started. And I'm still hyped. My drilling is rushing. I don't know about y'all, but my drilling is rushing. So and that being said, you guys stay tuned and let's get ready for the next speaker. No other than Minister Latika Carter. Hey, what's God bless you. God bless you. God bless God you. Ready. Yes. How are you, woman of God? We're excited about this move. Come on. Yes. Amen. God bless you all. My God, are you excited about the move of God, of what he is doing in your life? If you're not, you should be excited. What's your next move? These speakers have been incredible. And to God be the glory for the host on the Millennials ministry radio. I am just so excited and grateful to be here before you this evening to say what thus saith the Lord. So I'm getting to move forward in the word that God has given me to release. Let me tell you, God began to change some things up right before it was time for me to come on tonight. So I had to quickly go back, get in his face to see exactly what else he wanted me to release tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and let you know my topic tonight is level up, raise up to go up. Mm. Let's say that one more time. Level up to raise up to go up. <laughs> Go ahead and give God glory for that word already by itself. We want the good, good. We want the good things, the tangible things. We want what God is saying, we're, that what we're going to have. But are we willing to do the work that God has put in us to do in order to obtain it? God is so favorable, so good, so awesome to all of us. But he is requiring some things of us. Us. He's saying in this next move, it's not about what you can have and hold in your hand. It's not about the next 
tangible things that you can get. It's about coming closer to him. The next move with God shouldn't be what we do to get what we want or desire. I'm say that one more time. The next move of God, the next move with God should not be what we do to get what we want or desire. It should not be a sacrifice. It should not, it should be a willing and obedient, humble heart. God is not looking for sacrifice, but obedience. We're about to go in on this word right here. To be obedient to him is to honor and love him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. To love him automatically induces honor to him. God wants us to honor him, honor him. It means that we have to get to the place to understand that he is so deserving. Do you hear me? He is so deserving of all our praise, the glory and the honor that is due to him. The great I am, the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star, my God, whomever you have called God to be, however you know God to be, he is so deserving of your praise. He is so deserving of the glory. He doesn't want to share his glory with anyone. Ah, Lord, have mercy. To be obedient to him is to honor and love him. It is. But let me ask you some questions right here. When you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you see? Hmm. <laughs> what is the reflection you see? When you go to God in prayer, what is the reflection in your heart that's being given out when you pray? Woo, Jesus is going a little tough waters right here. What are you desiring and requesting of God when you go into your prayer? prayer closet, your prayer chamber, or even asking others to pray for you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Are we asking for stuff or are we asking for more of him? Come on, somebody. I wish I could hear you say amen, but put an amen right there and thank God for it. So let's break down with Reflection. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I want to take my time to God be the glory. Reflection. It is a serious thought or consideration, contemplation, deliberation, pondering, meditation, and musing. What move do you have in mind with God? When we come into this year, we start working on our plans. We start working on our goals. We start setting up the vision board parties. We start setting up things that we want to get in life. We start saying what this year is going to be. Oh, Lord, have mercy. God has already said what he's going to do. God has already started putting things in motion. He has already helped us to cross over. But in this new season where God has made things new, he's making you new. He he has allowed the shifting and the breaking to take place in 2020. Oh, Jesus. It's been necessary to get our hearts and our minds in line to what God is doing in this season that we are in the crossing over. Oh, Jesus. So I asked you a question. What move do you have in mind with God? <laughs> What are you thinking about when you are planning out 
your life this year, this month, this week, this day? <laughs> My God, are you wanting what you want or seeking his face for the plan and the will for your life? What is your heart saying regarding this new year? Ooh, Jesus, what is your heart saying? <laughs> we must love the Lord thy God with all of our hearts, mind, and soul, right? Oh, Lord, do you know what God is desiring of us in this new year? <laughs> I know I'm asking a lot of questions, but I'm asking the questions to be thought provoking so that we don't come into the hypeness of another year. Mm, Lord have mercy. So that we don't come into an anxiety or depressed moment of a new year because of what has taken place or taken shape in the last year. Oh Lord, I have to ask these questions so that each person can examine themselves, their hearts, their minds, where they are within their life. Oh Jesus. Jesus, this is so good to me. Is this good to you? Go ahead and thank God for the word already. Come on and give God praise. Put a praise break right there. Hallelujah. Anyhow, come on. <laughs> so when we start asking God what he is desiring for us in this year, not about what we have in our hearts, but God, what is it that you want? for us in this new year? Have you even asked or are you still hung up on how 2020 has let so many down, how it has taken, shaken, repositioned and seemingly messed over you? Hmm. Are you caught up in the cliches that say 2020, I'm so over you? Are you caught up in the cliches that say I'm divorcing you? I'm moving on with 2021. Because every day, has something different. While we're rushing out one, we don't know what we are facing going into the next. But when we stand strong and stand true in God, we have something tangible to hold on to. I'm about to get to the actual word where we can go into the Bible to give reference to what I'm sharing. But I want to just take time to just uh, indulge you intellectually if I can to help you position your mindset as you move forward into this year and not miss the move of God. Somebody say, I ain't, that's right, I ain't missing this move of God. I am lining up to get everything and do everything God has required of me. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Anyhow, thank you, Father. So when we start thinking about the 2020 and the cliches and where we are, and now we understand the questions that had to be asked prior to just making a vision, <laughs> writing a vision and making it plain. Oh, Lord have mercy. Has the vision been given to you by God? Or are you just thinking about what you want to do based on what you're seeing somebody else do or what you have heard other people say? Has God put his stamp of a approval on the plan. We can't get ahead of God. We got to stay in the timing of God. 
God. Lord, have mercy. We are in a peculiar position right now, Mm -hmm. strategically set and planned by God, set up to be favorable for us. Do you believe that? It is set up already in my favor. I need you to put that in the comments if you believe that thing. It is set up. Let me rephrase that. Hold up before you move forward. Let's erase that. 2021 is set up for my favor. Oh, Jesus. 2021, we got to be specific. It's set up for my favor. Lord, we thank you. God is setting up 2021. He has already set things in motion to be favorable for us. So I begin to ask you the question, what's your next move with God? He spoke so plain and clear to me this morning. (laughs) My topic again is level up, (laughs) raise up, Uh uh-huh, level up, raise up to get to next levels in him by any means necessary. If you want to get to the next levels, the next dimensions in him, we got to understand it should be by any means necessary. Come on, somebody say that by any means necessary. I ain't missing my turn or my time. Oh shit, I am in the right now place of God to move out on the instructions that he is setting forth for me. I'm not missing the moment of the intimacy. Come on. I didn't say the house or the car. I am not missing the moment of coming before my God saying, Lord, I just want to love on you today. I'm not talking about a new career. Because see what happens is all those other things are being added to you. But It's all about where we are right now, the intimacy with God. So that means if I'm going to level up and raise up to get to the next levels in him, not the next house, the next car. I know he may have already promised you that. I get it. You may already be in need of those things. And there's nothing wrong with the desires of wanting that. But in this season where we are, God is singing, I want more of you. I want more of you. What is the reflection that you're seeing in the mirror? What is the reflection? reflection that you're seeing when you go down on your knees or your face to pray. Lord, have mercy by any means necessary. That means we must separate from those things and people who easily set us back. We must pull away from Pull away from those people who want to move us further away from his truth, his character, his love, his will for our life. Oh, shit. Aren't you tired of going through the same things over and over? Aren't you tired of of repeating bad cycles, negative cycles, negative behaviors? Oh, Lord, have mercy. You may not even know why you're doing what you're doing 
acting up because things are all messed up on the inside. My God, but this is the time that God is saying, let it go. Separate yourself. Be released and release it unto me so that he can come in and do what he wants to do in our life. Let me move on into this word, which is 2 Corinthians 16 through 18. I'm going to read the message version. Oh Lord, am I going too fast? I want to make sure I take my time to give the word that God has to be released tonight. I'm giving you time to find the word. I'm going to go ahead and dive in there. 2 Corinthians 16 through 18. Oh my gosh. Lord, I just want to thank you. Whenever, though they turn to face God as Moses did, God removes the veil and there they are face to face. Somebody say, I am a face to face with God. I want to be face to face with God. Somebody just put in the comments, put me in a position where I'm face to face with you, my king. Put me in a position where I am face to face with you in all of your glory. Lord, I just want to thank you. Let's go ahead and keep moving forward with this word. Lord, we thank you. So it says, they suddenly recognize that God is a living, personal presence. Oh, Jesus, did you catch that? God is a living, personal presence, not a piece of chisel-led stone. (laughs) He's not something that you just put on your shelf and pray to. Come on, somebody. He's not something that you can just pick up in a store as a souvenir. It's not about the cross or let me not uh, hurt your feelings when I say this. It ain't about Mary. Oh, Lord God. It's about our heavenly father, the tangible presence of God personally present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete. Oh, Lord. See, when the shaking and the breaking was coming on this earth, God has spoke to me and said that he says, I have to do away with man-made principles, man-made rules that have nothing to do with him. He says, I have to do away with the systems that hold his people down and hold us back. Don't forget the word. The topic today is level up to raise up to go up. Level up, raise up to go up. Mm, Let me get back to this word. So we're free of it. Did you catch that? Of the old constricting legislation that's recognized as obsolete, he's saying we're free of it. All of us, nothing between us and God, our faces shining with the brightness of his face. And so we are transfigured. Come on, somebody say that. I am transformed. I am transformed. I am transfigured. 
transfigured, much like the Messiah. Our lives gradually become brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like him. Oh God, I just want to thank you. And that is 2 Corinthians 3. Please forgive me. 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. And I read the message version. So we must level up to increase. Mm -hmm. I'm about to tell you what level up means. We're about to level up, but catch the word that I said to increase or improve, oh Lord, come on. Uh, uh, I'm saying a better version of you. Oh Lord, I'm not talking about increasing in God giving you the tangible more money, you know, more this, more that. This year, hmm, we have to understand that all these other things will be added as we are in the right place and position of God. When we are taking the time to get to know who he is and love on him, there is no way that God won't reward us for taking the time to get to know who he is. It's not about doing it because you're looking to see what you can get. It's about doing it because you love him, because you want to get to know him more and more. I don't know anyone that moves forward in a relationship that doesn't want to take the time to get to know the person. Oh, Lord. I didn't say move on over into a booty call. I said move in a relationship because a relationship is what helps you to get to know the person, the intimacy to get to know the person. And this is where we should be to want to know, not talk about, not just read the scriptures. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And for those who say, I got to read the Bible this year, one scripture, uh, um, one, one passage or one chapter a day. Oh Lord, please let me help you. I'm not trying to bust your bubble, but I got to keep it 100 for you. At this point, it's not about reading the word to say that you have read it. Like that stuff is old already. We should be reading the word to get to know, comprehend what God has been saying then, what he's saying now, what he's saying for later. We should be reading the word to comprehend. Father, speak to me out of your word. What is it that you are saying? That was a side nugget for you. So at the point of level up, it means to increase and improve something in order to make it the same as other things of its type or to advance up. Somebody put in the comments, advance me up, God. Advance me up, God. Now, when I say advance me up, I'm talking about advance the kingdom of God. We must decrease that he increases in our lives. We must know that God is requiring within us this season of our lives. I'm going to ask you um, a couple more questions right here. Can you seek God's face and not his hand? Uh, hmm, my God. Can you seek him to grow deeper in him? Hmm, Thought-provoking questions right here. Can you drop people, places, and things like it's hot so you don't miss the next levels, the next dimensions in God? Can we touch God before he touches us? Lord have mercy. Is your worship for real or are you just going through the motions? Do you know why you go to church or you go online? 
mind to service or are you going through the motions do you know why you may be crying saying oh my god i wish my church was open so that i could get there do you even understand why you're trying to get inside of a building with other believers oh lord or are you stuck in a routine we are the church oh lord have mercy our worship our worship our praise must be for real our shout and our glory to our god must be real oh lord let me hurry up i think i'm running out of time lord have mercy does our life reflect god's character <laughs> does our life showcase his love his power his compassion are always going through the motion it's not in a car it's not in a husband or wife or spouse significant other it's not in a house it's not in a new career is not in, I just need a change. Oh Lord Jesus is not saying I need to move from this place so that I could finally get where I need to be. Oh Lord have mercy. It is God wanting us to get to know his heart. Somebody say, God, help me to know your heart. Help me to know you deeper. Help me to know you better. Help me to be where I need to be to know you. He wants us to walk in his love and in his power. He wants us ready and willing to be a vessel used holy and set apart. He wants us walking in the fruits of the spirit. We're going to Galatians 5, 22 through 26, the message version. Hmm, are y'all still with me? Galatians 5, 22 through 26. And I'm reading the message version. But what God ha but what happens when we live God's way? <laughs> he brings gifts into our lives much the same way that fruit appears in an orchid. Things like affection for, for others, exuberance about life, serenity. He developed a willingness to stick with things, a sense of compassion in the heart, and a conviction that a basic wholeness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitments, not needing to force our way in life. Ooh, somebody just say that. I don't need to force my way in life. I heard evangelist Tanisha when she was saying, we don't need validation. Ooh, come on. And the word is letting us know that we don't need to have things forced in our way of life able to marshal and direct our energies wisely. 23 through 24, legalism is helpless and bringing this about, it only gets in the way. Hmm. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities. Did you catch that part? 
everything responding to what everyone else calls and even yourself, ourselves, what we call necessities. There's a difference between the desire and the need. There's a difference between the need and the want. Okay, gonna go back to the scripture now. So what everyone else calls necessities is killed off for good crucified. Oh Lord, finishing up this part with 25 and 26. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen. Did you choose this life? Come on. Did you choose to walk? Are you choosing to walk in God's character? Let me get back in this word to finish this part. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, the life of the spirit, let us make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea in our heads or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our lives. That means we will not compare ourselves with each other as if one of us were better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. You are made in the image of God. You are an original. Somebody say that. I am an original. Therefore, I must do the original thing that God has called me to do. This is the acceptable year and timing of God. Are you waiting for things to fall into place before you step out? Do you honestly believe in the promises of God? I'm asking you a lot of thought-provoking questions because you are about, if you haven't already, you are about to write the vision down. You may be getting piece by piece. And some of you also heard in the spirit, you need to scratch it off. Like whatever you have written, if you know that it, that it, you can say after listening to these words that have been coming forth tonight, that you need to just scratch that thing off. I need to scratch it off and start over because I understand that I am an original and I understand that God is requiring me to level up. He is requiring me to raise up my standards. He is requiring me to make sure I am getting in place so that the move that I am making, I am making the move that he wants me to make. Oh my God, Lord have mercy. I thank God for that already. Do you honestly believe the promises of God are for you? Do you believe everything that has been said throughout your life and even in 2020, even if it hasn't manifested yet? Do you still believe that God can? Hmm. Do you still believe that he can do exceedingly, abundantly above all we ask? hope or think, but it's by our faith that works in all of us. This year, we must level up to meet the requirements, the next move of God. It's not for the faint hearted ones. Mm -mm. It's not for the ones who are tired of fighting, woo, Jesus, and just refuse to muster up the strength to push harder, go further for God. Mm -hmm. What got you over will not be enough to keep you wealthy and flowing in the promises of God this year. Oh Lord, what got you over the cross 
over to them is not going to be enough to sustain you in the wealthy, nothing missing, nothing lacking, or nothing broken, oh my God, or the flowing, the continual flow of the promises of God. Seeking God means we are intentionally preparing to move out and forward with God as our first choice. Somebody say, God is my first choice and not the second, the third, the fourth, or the last of the day. He wants our time. He wants our love. He wants our loyalty. He wants our heart. He wants us completely and not half-heartedly. We must level up and raise up. And I'm almost done. Let's go into what raise up means. I have to give this to you. Tanisha, am I still good with time? My God, I just want to thank you. Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To God be the glory. I'll make sure I stay obedient. <laughs> God, I bless you. So we're going to talk about raise up. Raise up means literally to lift or call someone or something to lift up to a higher position higher position. Did you catch that? Higher position. When we take time to get to know God and take on his character, his attributes, we can walk in his resurrection power. I'm almost there. I'm almost bringing, I'm bringing this home now. So the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, the same power that opened the blinding eyes, the same power that Jesus used to raise Lazarus from the dead. I Somebody say the same power, my God, the same power given to us by the Holy Spirit. Somebody say the same power that brought me out of darkness. The same power that helped me to leave him or her so that I could walk right before God. The same power that helped you to put down the crack pipe. The same power that helped you to change your language. The same power that helped you to say no. The same power that you walk in being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's working. The power of God is still working. Somebody say it's still working. It's still moving. Somebody say it's still moving. The blood of Jesus is still moving. The power of God is still moving. Somebody just say, it's still moving in my life. It's still moving in my life. In order to see what we've never seen and experience, we have to understand this. I got to get you to understand this. Please catch this right here. In order to see what we've never seen and experience what we've never experienced in him, in God, we must do what's necessary to learn of God, to embrace him, his gifts and all. We must level up our faith so we can rise up and help others to be raised up to new levels, dimensions, depths, and heights in God. I'm bringing this home. Philippians 3, 7 through 11, message version. So verse 7 says, the very credentials these people are waving around as something special. I'm tearing up and throwing out with the trash, along with everything else I used to credit for. Mm -mm -mm. And why? Because of Christ. 
Yes, all the things I once thought were so important are gone from my life. Jesus, do you hear that? What I once thought was important are gone from my life. Do you feel as if you've been stripped of some people? Do you feel like you've been stripped of some things and some places you used to go? You may not have asked for it, but your heart did. The purpose did. The calling on your life did. The spirit on the inside of you did. Lord, let me go back into this word. Compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus, as my master firsthand. Everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant. Dog done. I've dumped it all in the trash. Have you dumped it all in the trash? Have you dumped it all in the trash? Have you hit the delete button and not wanting to go back to recycle it out of your trash? Or are you in a position where you're saying, I may not have done it, but you know what, woman of God, tonight, I'm going to go do that now. I'm going to hit not only delete, but I'm going to res- empty my trash. So that way I don't have to go back looking for it. God is creating in you a Noah creation. He had to Strip off those things, those people, those places that we didn't need to be going. Mm, it may not feel good, to, but it's necessary. You may not have the bull or the bang. You may not have all the money you thought you needed. It's shit of You may not be in a position where you thought you were gonna um, upsize where you had to downsize. Good God, your health may have been affected because of some things that have happened. But I promise you, after the shaking of what God has done, He is strengthening the gifts inside of you that remain. My God, we have dumped it all in the trash so that we could embrace Christ and be embraced by him. Going back to the word, I I didn't want some petty inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules when I get the robust kind that comes from trusting Christ. God's righteousness. Verse 10 and 11, I gave up all that inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally, experience his resurrection power, be a partner in his suffering, and go all the way with him to his death. If there was any way to get in on the resurrection from the dead, I wanted to do it. Signs, miracles, and wonders follow those who believe. Let's go into Mark 16, 17 through 18. And I'm reading the NIV. I'm coming down to the last few minutes of this. Mark 16, 17 through 18, NIV. Is, is this blessing your life? Is this is this blessing you? Is this helping you? We're talking about moving forth into the plan of God, the will of God, getting to know him. What is your next move? Lord, have mercy. Level up raise up to go up. Mark 16, 17, and 18. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick and the sick will get well. The resurrection power, Lord have mercy. It's time for the believers of Christ to take our rightful positions 
on this earth. It's time to level up. It's time to raise up. It's time to be an example of our Lord and our Savior. It's time to seek him, his face, and the righteousness of God. Level up our prayer life. Level up our meditation time, reflection time with him. Level up our intimacy with him. Level up our obedience and our love for him. Level up our life for him, with him, so that he can be glorified. The reflection that we see when we put our faces to the floor, when we fast, when we pray, should be the reflection that we are seeing from our Heavenly Father. It should be what we are putting into our, our souls, our minds, our emotions. We are learning how to become balanced so we don't miss the, the place where God wants us to be to hear from him clearly so that we're stepping out in the timing of God so that we're doing the work that he has called us to do. We have resurrection power working on the inside of us and God wants to use the gifts. He wants to use the talents so that he can be glorified. He is getting us in position where he will be shown off his manifested glory on this earth. Do you believe it? We are going to level up. Come on, say that thing if you believe that thing. You may not have thought about it before. You may have thought about leveling up, getting what you need tangible, but God is saying level up so you can get what you need from me. It's about the inner man. It's about making the inner man strong so that you can move forth and do the will of your father whom has called you, anointed and appointed you to do the work. It's time out for excuses. It's time out to be lazy. It's time out. Will you level up to raise up so you can go up to God be the glory? Yes, Lord. That was a message there. Thank you, sis. <laughs> God, let me tell you, if you just log in on, I'm going to give the rundown because let me tell you, not only do I sit here and I observe my sisters and I love them and I take in what they say too, we help each other, but I wrote down notes. So if you log in on, let me tell you what you missed, what the tips you needed to be for your nuggets was. It was, first of all, let's go to the topic. The topic was level up, rise up, and go up. That mm -hmm. was the topic. She said, what's your favorite saying for this year, 2021? I ain't missing the line of God. That's another one. I am aligning lining up with what God has for me. 2021 20, is set up for my favor. Oh my God, that just touched me right there. For <laughs> my favor, because I said divine favor was divine restoration, divine connection was for this year. Yes, yes. So by any means necessary. That right there says a lot by itself, y'all. Just say it to yourself and, and take it. By any means necessary, that means you're not giving up. You're going to fight. You're going to push through. Any hurdles, whatever coming your way, you're going to jump over it. Whatever mm. it is. Yes, yes, yes. It put me in a position where I'm face to face with you, God. Yes. I love it, sis. Oh, my God. Compare yourself with others. We are not comparing ourselves with others in this season. No, no, no. Just compare yourself to get yourself in the mirror. That's what we're going to do. What can you improve yourself, your inner you? Mm, mm, mm. So your out of you can shine bright. Hello. Come on. And I am an original. I love when she said that. And for the last two that I took that touched me was, do you believe in the promises of God? 
Do y'all really believe in the promises of God? And I know the answer shall be yes. Because we say yes, yes every day. We submit every day. Make it a daily routine, a daily goal. So press, push, and pray and say yes and submit to God on a daily basis. Yes, God. God is the first choice in my hmm. life. Hello. Come on, somebody. Amen. Come on. To and God I be the glory. Thank you so much, sis, for being a part of the Daughters of the Gospel Revival. It's my honor. It's my yes. honor. Y'all stay tuned. We still got one more to go before I'm last. I'll close out. This is so good. I don't think nobody want to get off right now. Come on. <laughs> Amen. God is faithful. Love you. <laughs> so you guys, guess what? We got the one and only from there, Sabah Bahamas. Yes, yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My sister. My sister, my spiritual sister in Christ, no other than Evangelist, Latoya Smith. So I hope you guys are ready. We're going to continue to take notes, and I shall return back. Come on, Evangelist. Hello. Hey. Amen. Amen. What, what an evening. Oh, my God. My spirit is so excited for what God is about to to do listen i ain't gonna be before you all so too long because i'm not a long-winded preacher but i can decree and declare that says the lord amen but let us pray before i begin fathers i'm about to enter into your presence oh god i ask that i decrease and you increase and father i ask that you give me wisdom knowledge and understanding and clarity to downpour into your people father give them the air and the heart to receive in the name of jesus my topic for tonight is atomically accelerating into your place of promise. I'll say it again, atomically accelerating into your place of promise. Now listen, we are living in a time where the body of Christ needs a word of direction. Not any kind of word, but a sound word of substance for the next move. And in order to receive the word, we must be obedient, directed, led, by the Holy Spirit. And in this season, I believe that no longer would the children of God be in a place of stagnation, but will accelerate to the place of the spoken promise. And in order for that to happen, it is important that we be in a place where we can hear what God is saying. We must have our air cup to the mouth of God and our spiritual eyes on the timing and season of God. And if we are not in position, and if we are out of position, we will miss our very move of the promise that God has for us. There's no doubt that we have seen God shake our nations, our churches on a global scale to the point where it affected us with great testing. I want to pronounce to you, it is time for us to go forward, forward to the promise. It is time for an expectation. It is time for eagerness. And it's the book of, as the book of Daniel 11 and 32 declares, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do great exploit. I say it again, Daniel 11 and 32 declares, but my people that do know their God shall be strong and do great exploit. Listen. You had to go through the season of famine. You had to go through the plague of COVID-19. You had to go through the sickness that almost killed you. 
the broken relationship. You have to go through the death of losing that loved one. Listen, the fire came to, for you to lose everything just to put you in the position where you can say, Lord, what is the next move from here? And all God was trying to get you to in the position where he can lead you and not you lead yourself. God is saying, just like my friend Abraham and his son Isaac, whom I've commanded to leave everything. God is telling you to put it down, leave the relationship, forsaking all others and focus on him. Put him in the front. Put him in the front of everything. Forsake everything. He said, leave everything and go to the land. I will show thee. God said he had to do the thing of hardship. He had to break you. He had to make you cry. You had to have the sleepless night just to get you to give him glory. Just to get you to the place. Get you to the place where he can remove you from familiarity to the place of the promise. I say it again. God said he had to get the glory. He had to move you from the place of familiarity and put you to the place of his promise. Now watch this. This is the piece here that got me in the whole situation. God says, just like Abraham and Isaac, I didn't tell you how I was going to do it. He said, I never tell you when I was going to do it. He said, and I never tell you what course you had to go through to get to the place of promise. It's too many times we go in expecting it to go this way. We want it to go this way. We want it to happen like this. We wanted to do it in this time and this season. But God says it's not your time, but it's my time. For I am the God of time and season. If there ever was a time to be bold and be strong in the Lord, it is now. If there was a time to know that God is with us and for us and nothing can come against us, it is the time now. It is the time that you are to endure great testing in 2020. 2020 was a rough year. It was a testing year. It tested your faith in God and not man. If you notice 2020, the churches were closed. We couldn't call on pastor to pray. We couldn't call on pastor to have church. You had to get in your closet space and you had to seek God for yourself. You had to put your air to the mouth of God for God to direct you for 2020. The testing that you endured in 2020 it was so imperative for this next move to prepare you to be in the permissive will of God. The testing puts you in the permissive will of God. It puts you in the will of God. What you're saying, evangelist? The will of God was to rise you up in your God-given purpose. How do you know your purpose? You must know your assignment. How to know your assignment. It was you spending time in prayer and fasting with the presence of God to allow God to speak to you, to direct you. And guess what? COVID-19 forcefully pushed the church in the presence of God. It forcefully pushed you in the presence of God. You had so much time on your hands and you became so bored at home with COVID-19. You had no choice but to get in the presence of God. You prayed more. You seeked God more. 
That's what COVID-19 came to do. For you to get in the will of God. See, our next move would not be in ignorance. No, no, no. We're not moving in ignorance anymore. God wants to rise up a remnant, completely surrender to him. Who will break forth a revival into the earth? Who will speak truth by declaring, thus says the Lord, and not sugarcoating the tickle me messages? The time for that is over. The book of Amos 3 and 7 declares, surely God will do nothing, but he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophet. God wants to reveal what he wants to do for you, to you. But you have to be in position so that he can speak to you. There's about to be a new prophetic a prophetic wave that's about to release from heaven to take over the spiritual and natural realm frequencies. There's about to be new voices God is about to rise up. And it's coming from the uncommon ground. It's coming from the last place you expected. It's coming from that prostitute. It's coming from that drunkard. It's coming from that cusser. It's coming from the last place you expected, but God says, because when they speak, they're going to speak the truth. They're going to speak, thus says the Lord. They don't have no time to play because they know where they come from. Too many have forgotten where they have come from. They have rise so high until they no longer look, they no longer have God, but they have a, like they're godly, a form of godliness. God says, time for that is over. It is over. I want to know, are you ready for your promise? Are you ready for the new thing? God says, behold, I will do a new thing for things of old are passed away. Get ready. I should get ready for there's about to be an atomic acceleration into the place of promise. Wherever you are, open and decree into the atmosphere that I am atomically accelerating into my place of promise. Put it into the atmosphere. Sound the alarm and let them know that you're going. Let them know that you're coming. You're coming to decree and declare, thus says the Lord. You're atomically accelerating into your place of promise. This atomic, this atomic acceleration, what about to hit your life is going to be such an explosion. It's going to be a nuclear explosion until it's going to affect everyone. And everything that's around you. My God, I fear God. Listen here. I am atomically accelerating. If you're not, I am. And how do I know? Because when I look at the promised place, I know that it wasn't going to be man to get me there. And after all that I went through, it wasn't man that kept me. It was the faith in God. It was my faith in God. And absolutely no matter what I was going through, I knew it was God right there beside me. And even when I could not trace him, he said, I'm still here. <clears throat> I know. I know. And if you don't know, I know. I stood the test. And now I'm here to tell you what God is saying. He says, yes. Yes, you're going. Yes, you're atomically accelerating. And there's no second guessing it. And I'm prophetically decreeing it tonight. That we are atomically accelerating to our place of promise. I say. I say to you. 
And I say to you again, put on your spirit of expectation. And now I'm going to ask you, can your, does your spirit of expectation right now, can it determine how radical you are prepared for the next move? Well, how high is your expectation? Is your expectation so high to believe that God himself will show up and give you your miracle right now in the night hour? <coughs> I believe that. My expectation is very high. Very high, and I'm expecting a mighty move of God. And I'm believing at the end of this, at the end of this service tonight, that my miracle will knock on my door by all means necessary. I believe this atomic acceleration is going to be a global outpouring of the spirit that the world has never seen before. There are so many signs of forthcoming trouble. Yes, we see it. They're saying that it's another, a third wave, a third wave of COVID. But God says, I have a greater, greater sign. A sign that you cannot see with the naked eye. You cannot see it with the naked eye. Because if you're looking at the sign of the naked eye, then you're going to allow the enemy to fool you. Like I said in the beginning, we're not no longer moving in, our, in ignorance, but we're going to move forward with God. His sign says, God says, my sign is the outpouring of my promise. Hiya, Jesus, my God. I keep hearing atomic acceleration. Atomic acceleration to the place of promise. People of God, get ready. Get ready. There's about to be a nuclear explosion in the realm of the spirit. Are you ready for it? Are you ready to receive it? The songwriter says, there is nothing God cannot do. There's no mountain God cannot move. If he said it, then he will do it. Jesus is telling you what your next move is going to be. He says to atomically accelerate you to the place of promise. I wonder if you can see it. I wonder if you can see how much God has loved you. Because God has orchestrated this night, this moment, just for you. Just for you. He has sent his remnants to prophetically decree and declare unto you. It's already, we have already been given the steps. One, that there is greatness in you. Two, it is time to give birth. Three, level up to go up. And four, you're atomically accelerating into your place of promise. Jesus. Listen. He has already given you the steps tonight. What you're going to do? What are you going to do? Your place of promise is all that God has commanded for you to bust. I'm going now. I'm going. Like I said, I'm not a long-winded. 
but I can give what you give what God has given. I'm gonna go. But I want to leave this with you. And this, this right here. Oh my God, let this sink in. Jesus, listen. Watch this. The enemy cannot stop this move. I say it again. The enemy cannot stop this move. Why? <laughs> because the table that God has prepared in the presence of your enemies. Guess what? It's time to eat. Hey, Jesus. I say it's time to eat. He said, I prepared the but it's now time to eat. Get ready. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Get ready. I say get ready to atomically accelerate to your place of promise. Jesus. Listen to me. I don't care where you are. Give God one big shout and we're going to celebrate tonight. We're going to celebrate because we have won the victory. We have won the war. Oh, Jesus. Listen here. Oh, my God, Jesus. Listen, y'all can cost me get put out tonight. <laughs> oh, my God, Jesus. God, you're awesome. You're awesome, God. Oh, my God, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you for taking me to my place of acceleration. Thank you. And listen here, atomic means nuclear. And when nuclear is so what God is doing, as he accelerates you, he's bombing out your enemy. Hi, Jesus. He's smoking them out. They can hear this one. They can't see this one. They can't fight this one. Oh no, they can't fight this one. The nuclear, the fog is gonna blind their eyes. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. God, I give you glory. God, I give you honor. And God, I give you praise, oh God. I give you praise, God. I magnify your name, oh God. Because you are worthy and worthy to be praised. And God, as we have, as we have decreed and declared and prophetically spoken over your people. God, I ask right now that our words go swiftly. And that the angels that are hearkening unto our words, may they move, oh God. And may the army of the Lord fight as they deliver your word to each and every doorstep tonight. And Lord, as they locate every blessing, every miracle, and every promise that you have out there. God, may you now go and touch your people, God. Touch your people, God, in the name of Jesus. Ah, Jesus. God, I give you glory, God. And God, I give you honor. And God, I give you praise in the name of Jesus. Sister, this belongs to you, God. Oh my God, sister, you can come up, Jesus. Oh my God, we accelerating. We accelerating to the place Hallelujah. of promise. Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so worthy, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're so worthy. 
Oh my God, that was a message. Oh my God. I just thank all my sisters tonight, which has therefore to be tuned. I have to go back forth what my sister just shared with me. And I hope you guys are tuning in. I'm gonna run it down again. So just go ahead and get ready. Are you ready to put your focus on God? Yes, leave everything and go in a in alignment. God had to remove you from a familiar places. Some of you had to be removed from familiar places. That's what my sister said. Yes, Lord. They said the time is now. Not yesterday, but now. The time is now. So God is God's timing, you guys. We know that. Everything works when it's God's timing. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Forcefully push into the presence of God. How many of you been in the presence of God? Have you really been on your face giving God all the praises? Have you really spent time with him? Are you meditating daily with him? You must have faith in God. Come on, it wasn't the man that kept me. <laughs> it was the faith of God that keep me. Did y'all hear that? Let me say that one more time. It was not the man that kept me. It was the faith of God that keep me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How high is your expectation? Come on, y'all. Jesus. High expectations. Jesus. Stop, stop, stop thinking little. We thinking big in this season. We Jesus. gotta have like, I got much to say. Crazy faith. I said she made Jesus. me this faith. I had psychotic faith in this in this season. Hello. She hey, you got to have Hallelujah. faith in this season. Yes. yes. Lord. My miracle will knock on my door by any means necessary. Yes. Believe that. Yes, she's up. Believe that you have to have faith. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The enemy cannot stop this move. It is time to eat. Hey, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I felt that. I hope you guys felt that. Thank you, sister, for being a part of this. Amen. Amen. So much. And thank you for thank always you so much. and being my prayer warrior. I love you, sister. I love you too. <laughs> you guys let me tell you something god is moving in this season yes he is i appreciate every single last one you stand on this long time for two hours but it's the word of god and when you're hungry for god time doesn't even matter hello come on somebody when you're hungry for god time don't even matter it doesn't matter because we, we we getting fed on him and i just thank god for his grace and his mercy. I thank God for the divine connection. I thank God for the divine restoration. I thank God for the divine favor that's in my life. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you on tonight, Lord. Yes, I thank you, Lord, because you're so wonderful. Well, I'm going to do a closing conclusion in this message. What's your next move with God? Let me tell y'all something. If you ain't got, if you ain't right out with your next move with God, write it down tonight. Make a declaration to you with yourself tonight that I'm going to make a move with God. I'm going to put God in everything that I do. I'm going to put God first. He should not be last. God should be first in every day of our lives. We put him first in everything. We're going to press. We're going to push and we're going to pray for 2021. Yes, we are. And in this season, it says what I want to share with y'all is tonight is for my conclusion. I'm so excited. I'm going to do it myself. God got it. Um, capable of bringing good out of things that we mess up. He can bring goodness out of things that we mess up. 
We entitled to mess up, but when you know better, you'll do better. So don't just do it because God is gonna forgive you. But God ain't don't don't be crazy now. Don't do it because you feel like you can get away with it. Be obedient in this season. Be obedient in this season, y'all. Be obedient. The very impulse of Moses to the the average wrongdoing part of due process was the law was developed to work of God. We have to do the work of God. Or mistake brings the plan a temporary hat cannot thought. Are you in a mess because of persecution decisions? Why are you in a mess that you in? Why? You should know why. Stop being silly. Stop being petty baddies in this season. Do right. We got to do right in this season. Because God got worse for all us to do. We all have a gift inside of us. We all have something to birth inside of us. God gave us a purpose, every single last one of us. We have a mission. That's why he gives divine connection for us to network with one another. And not only that, to do ministry with one another. We don't have to do everything by ourselves. As y'all can see, I connected with my sisters. And look what happened tonight. We moved tonight. The glory of God was moved tonight. There's no way somebody was on and didn't feel the presence of God. I think we all felt the presence of God. Give God the credit. So if you did not give him a hallelujah praise for your New Year's, guess what? Make sure you give him a hallelujah praise tonight. Before you go to bed, go to bed. Have one-on-one -on -one with God. Get in the presence of God. This was a message. Do not be rebellious. Do not have jealousy. Scratch that out. Take it out your heart. Don't have malice in your heart. Love thy neighbor. And that does not mean just your neighbor. That means family member. That means a friend, maybe an ex-friend. Pray for your enemies in this season. Ask them do they need prayer. How about that? Stop talking about one another and help one another. Speak life into somebody's life. That's what we're doing in this season. We ain't got time to be pointing the finger. Because just like you can point the finger at somebody... Look in the mirror and point three fingers back at you because we all got faults and flaws, you guys. But this season, we're going to stay grounded. We're going to pray. We're going to fast. And we're not going to be moved. We're going to stay on the wall with God. So I just thank all my sisters for even gracing my platform tonight. I don't want to keep y'all too long. I have a message to say, but you know, I could always come back on a Sunday and go ahead and preach. Let me tell you, I am so full. I just want to enjoy what I was taking in. I was taking notes as well, y'all. But please, 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 everyone that's on here, please, I am trying to make a goal. I ask you to please go to my YouTube channel and subscribe my page. Share it with somebody because sharing is caring. And that's what we do doing in this season. We're showing love to one another. We're not hating one another. We're not hating on nobody what they're doing. We're all here to do a mission. And that's what God wants us to do a purpose to bring souls to his kingdom. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're, we got to fight, y'all. We got to save souls. Because there's a lot of people out here that's lost. Don't know if they coming or going. We got to do the work of the evangelism. Come on, y'all. Stop saying what you can't do. Just do it. Make things happen in this season. Get ready because the manifestation is coming for you guys. You got blessings that's going to be overflowing blessings. And when you get a blessing, hashtag me or inbox me and let me know what the blessing was because I know you guys got fed tonight because I got fed tonight.
And to God be the glory. I pray to God that all my sisters have anything they, that their heart desire. God make it happen. Move in this season for them. Not only for me, but move in this season for them as well. Yes, Lord. So thank you for being a part of my daughters and gospel revival. Stay tuned. You guys do not want to miss this Sunday. Yes, yes. I will have no other. My amazing and anointed pastor, Pastor Torrance Poole, on for the first Sunday in January. We're doing big things this Sunday. So you guys go follow Melinda's Ministry Real Talk Show page on Facebook. And I'm going to put in the comments my link for my YouTube channel. Help me and go subscribe to my channel so we can push forward and get the word out. We on a mission, you guys, this year to get the word out. We're trying to save souls this year. Let's make goals. So that being said, you guys, don't stop. Don't quit. Don't give up. And definitely don't throw in the towel. Have a blessed night and be blessed. Good night. <laughs>